You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is my conversation with the frontman of Sepultura. His name is Derek Green. The reason for the conversation is to promote the band's upcoming tour of Australia, which is occurring with Death Angel across May 2018. Let's have a listen to what Derek has to say. Here we go. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Derek. How are you, sir? Good. How are you doing? Oh, mate, I'm plugging away. I'm nursing a bit of a hangover, to be quite honest with you, but uh, all the better for talking to you. <laughs> right on. Yeah, you know it is. I joked with my, because I actually had a few drinks with my mother last night. She was up from Sydney. I'm from Brisbane, or live in Brisbane, I should say. I'm born in Sydney, but she still lives in Sydney. But she came up, and um, you know you're reaching peak adulthood, mate, when the person you drink the most with is your parents. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it can be dangerous. <laughs> it can indeed. So how's things been for you, mate? How's the Aussie phone grind been treating you? Oh, it's been it's been good, man. It's been uh, very positive and exciting. You know, it just makes uh, the idea and the aspect of, of being there so soon uh, even better. So I'm hmm. really looking forward to it. What do you like about touring Australia and indeed interacting with the Australian fans? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the the, the reaction from fans and. Um, the fact that it's so far away and, and people really appreciate the fact of you being there. Um, and I, I think the culture itself, it's always fascinating, the nature. Um, there's so many different elements that uh, that make it such a wonderful place and leave such a strong impression on anyone that ever comes there. So uh, for us, it's always been you know, an attraction to, to try to come back as often as possible. Yeah, yeah. Now, look, I've had a couple of conversations with Andreas over the past 12 months, so I know he's looking forward to coming down, but you guys are playing some shows with Death Death Angel. Now, what I didn't ask him, which I'll ask you, if, have you guys got a special relationship with Death Angel, or was it just the way the tour unfolded that you were touring with Death Angel? Well, I mean, this tour was definitely a surprise to me. I, I had no idea that was going to happen um, with Death Angel, so that was like a pleasant surprise. Uh, we had toured with them in the past in the U.S., um, and it was fantastic, you know. We we we've been friends for so many years, and we have so much respect for them. So um, for me, it's a dream package to be there with uh, to be there with them. Um, I think for any metal fan, I think it's a, it's a great package. Um, but they're great guys, and this adds to it being such such a special uh, event. Yeah, agreed. And I've had a good chat to Rob from the band as well, and he's certainly looking forward to it. And I think it's only their second or third time in the country, actually. But you, oh, guys, wow. okay. you guys have been down here plenty. Um, and I was I was in the audience for your first Australian tour back in 1999. Now, uh, I wasn't nervous for you at all, to be honest with you, because I felt that the energy and the anticipation for the fan, from the fans' perspective that you bring to the show makes the band a completely different beast, certainly a different beast to what it had been up until that point in time when you joined the band. But what do you remember about that first tour of Australia? Did, did it surprise you how well you were received? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a surprise. I had no expectations of, of really what was going to happen. Um, but it was a pleasant surprise, and, and it made for wanting to come back even stronger. Um, I'm really happy with uh, the lineup that we have uh, now in the new album. Um, I think this combination is something that's going to have even a stronger impact. Um, it's been over 20 years, about 20 years since I've mm. been in the band now. And, um, you know, this is really uh, 
you know, this moment is such a special moment just for the fact that the feedback, the positivity of, of this new album and over the years um, is really sinking in. Um, and, and it's great to see um, this reaction, this feedback. Um, it, it's just from all different types of fans, from old fans, yeah. new fans, um, you know, a mixture. Um, but it's just, you know, it's really positive. We're playing six new songs off the album, the new cool. album. Um, and the feedback has been great. People are like, yes, keep doing that. You know, they want to hear it. They want to see, you know, a different side of Sepultura. You know, I think there's a different phase that's happening with us. And uh, it's an exciting phase. Um, from the first time coming there, it was it was extremely exciting for me because I'd never been to Australia. Um, it was, like, you know, with the being in the band. And so there was all those elements of excitement. But now it's after being in the band for so many years and, and having a, a very strong album and, and, and having a strong lineup and, and having, you know, a great label and everything mm. uh, with management and everything in line, I think it will add to the show uh, where, the, you know, this will be an unforgettable moment. So you've alluded there to the new album, of course, and I actually think, if you don't mind me saying it, that I think it's your strongest album that you've been a part of with the band. And I love. I feel that way as well, too. I, I, I feel that definitely. Yeah, it's just, it, it was a bit unexpected, to be quite frank with you. That's not to say that, that uh -huh. people like, you know, in a band like yourself, but I mean, God, I don't know, how many albums are you into your career with Sepultura? <laughs> it's about seven or eight or whatever it is. And to right. come out with an album this strong now, I mean, it's, it's actually. I, I don't know, would I use the word proggy? It's got prog elements mm -hmm. to it, and I wasn't expecting that. Right. I, I think there was a lot of elements that we weren't expecting ourselves, but we really uh, weren't holding back as far as um, what people are going to expect. or We just kind of got into that, uh, a mood and, 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 and feeling where we just wanted to do something very natural as far as showing more of our personalities in the music. You know, I've always yeah. been able to sing. Um, I wanted to show more of that side, you know, where, you know, a stronger side of that. I've always done uh, certain things with uh, clean vocals in the past, but I really wanted to, to work on it more. I, I think Andreas was pushing himself to do more of the uh, elements of his classical music side where he's always been able to play that, but to be able to put that in the elements of Sepultura in a way where it works very well, um, was something that, you know, developed over time. And I think he was able to do that on this new album. So I, I think with Deloitte also becoming more comfortable with his second album, uh, working with us and, yeah. and, and being able to feel more expressive of showing his side. Um, I think everybody had this, this push and this confidence, um, which is really coming through in the new album and also working with Jens Bogren you know, oh, bringing yeah. out mm. the sounds, you know, where I was like, this is something I really wanted to hear. And I suggested early on, I was like, it would be great uh, to go to Sweden to be able to record with a, a really good producer because I've been hearing fantastic sounds coming from Sweden, from producers and different bands. And I, I was like, I, I really believe that this is a phase or a step that we need to take. Uh, with Sepultura, and so I'm, I'm just happy that it all worked out, you know, and everyone was really on the same page of, mm. of wanting to, to move in this direction that really happened quite naturally.
Something, to be honest, mate, something I'd like to see more from yourself is that you can actually bloody sing and you can sing really well. And, and I, I mentioned that because uh, a while ago I caught a copy of a, uh, a clip of you performing Riders on the Storm by The Doors. Right. Now, that was, a, that was an element of your singing, again, I wasn't expecting, but do you think in the future it's possible that on, on future Sepultura recordings or even elsewhere that you could develop more of that singing technique and that style? Because it's really very good. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I absolutely. I think this is something that uh, uh, I feel that it, it, you know, was such a great feedback from people. You know, especially we're like, you know what? Let's put this song, the first song on the album. You know, which is really ballsy. Um, and I didn't know what people react, how people react. Um, hmm. But I, I was very confident in it because it was something I always wanted to show a side of, and I, I think. The, since we've gotten this feedback and we're becoming more comfortable with it, I think that we can write songs that are actually, you know, have that feeling and, and where I'm able to use more uh, clean vocals. So I, I don't think anything is ruled out. And I think, you know, we can explore that even further. Yeah, yeah. So, mate, when you first started out all those years ago, so I'm talking about before you joined Sepultura, did you have any idea that you'd join a world-class band and indeed make the role in your band, especially following somebody as charismatic as Max, your own, and be as accepted by the fans as you are, and even moving countries? Did you think any of that was on the horizon back then? No, not at all. I mean, there was no way to even guess at that. You know, I never dreamed that. Um, it, it was, you know quite surprising but at the same time it was something you know that was happening and i was like i'm gonna go with it you know it just seemed like i after doing so many shows and so many uh with with a band that i grew up with you know uh hmm. like from 14 i had a band in in cleveland and and then coming to new york and playing in bands and then working 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 trying to play shows trying to you know to you know really being passionate about the music and then finally having this break, I was like, I, I don't want to let this go. It just seems like it was meant to be. Um, and I and I didn't want to let it go. You know, for my first audition going to Brazil, I was like, okay, this is, you know, what I've been working towards. And I, everything was like really connected. If I hadn't have done those older bands that I've done, and um, then I wouldn't have gotten seen from the person from the label who suggested that I try out for Sepultura. And... So in a really strange way, all those things are connecting. You know, I'm really happy that putting in all the work and, you know, sleeping on people's floors and, yeah. you know, drive bands and doing all that stuff was really building up to something, you know, that I could never imagine or see. But it just seemed to like kind of like, OK, this is what I've been doing. Now I can do it on a bigger stage. Yeah, I've got to hand you a big compliment here. Okay, so you've joined, but you've been doing this a lot longer than the people I'm about to mention, okay? So Dio stepped in for Ozzy in Sabbath and lasted two albums, three albums really, if you look at his entire recording career with them, but two initially. You've got Glenn Hughes and David Coverdale that stepped into Deep Purple, but nowhere near as long a tenure as what you've been able to do here with Sepultura. So I'm a big fan of heavy music, as you can probably tell. But I don't think right. anybody's ever been able to do what you, you've done and, and achieve a long-lasting career stepping in after, as I mentioned before, someone so charismatic. So, I'm, you know, I, you know I, I have no doubt I'll get a modest response from you, mate, because that's the way you come across. But, mate, you must feel a sense of a pride and accomplishment in what you've been able to do because, as I say, I don't think anybody's really done what you've done. 
right? I, I mean, I'm really proud of, uh, of the fact that I'm able to play with like guys who are so talented, so amazing, and they have the support of you know of a country, you know, really supporting them. That have grown up with them, and and it's mind blowing, you know, to be a part of that history. But I, I'm happy about it, you know. And and I think what really keeps it going is the fact that. We feel that there's so much more to do and, and so much, mm. so many th- different things are always influencing us. And so that, that love and that passion um, that we share as a band is something that's so special. And, uh, and, we don't, and it's hard for us to, to really just throw that away. You know, it's something that we really take pride in and we have a lot of respect for. And so mm. we always want to be truthful with ourselves and, and, and be able to play the music properly, you know, with, and, and, and be able to, to – walk away from the state and say like, okay, I gave everything, you know, every night. And, and we always have that feeling, you know, together, you know, as a band. And so I think, I don't, I don't think I could have been here without that support from the guys in my band with their positive support with me and, and having an open mind, you know, being able to take criticism, being able to take the positive criticism and, and move on with that, you know, and, and this is something that I really learned from being in this band. Yeah, cool. All right, I think I've got time for one more question. Okay. So, what what do you think is the biggest challenge you've faced, not just during your time in Sepultura, but as a performing artist? What's the biggest challenge that you've faced and that you've managed to overcome? Um, I think just like drowning out all the 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 negativity that may be around. It's yeah. anything that you do. Anytime you do anything that's different or successful, or you know, there's always people there are certain elements that will be pulling you down and negativity and being able to block that out and just focus on what is really at stake what is and what you can actually control is something that I learned over the years and, and to really focus on that because that's what really matters you know it's like all the other stuff is just you know it just takes away from what you really want to achieve and what you can achieve indeed Wonderful answer to the question, mate. It's been a privilege to chat to you. You're one of those blokes that I've been looking forward to chat to for, I don't know, 20 years? It's been that long, as you oh, said, right. in the chat. So. <laughs> so it's really nice uh, to be able appreciate- to chat to you. All right, Andrew. Thank you so much for the interview. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and you have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. That was my conversation with the frontman of Sepultura, Mr. Derek Green. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>